0: TG Geeks, episode 193, October 29th, 2018. It's a Halloween-themed webcast. Welcome to another webcast from TGGeeks.com, where Ben and Keith, the two gay geeks, talk about all aspects of geekdom and nerdery, sci-fi, comics, film, horror genre, you name it. We talk about it. I'm Keith Lane. We're coming to you from TG Squared Studios in lovely Phoenix, Arizona. But we're recording this early because we're going to be in Las Vegas.
1: Yes. And I'm Ben Ragnton coming to you from, it must be autumn in Phoenix because my allergies are kicking up Arizona.
0: Yeah. Let's get on with the show here. Prepare for hyperdrive.
1: Meanwhile...
0: In this episode, we have Gareth David Lloyd, who is uh, from Torchwood. He did Yanto and Torchwood, and he did uh, Jacob Fitz in I Am Alone. And he's here to talk about a new film that he kind of produced, directed, wrote, uh, did, acted much in. everything. I'm, I'm sure little he little probably catered
1: it as well. Yeah.
0: And Black River Meadows. So we're going to talk to him about that film, which actually gets released soon. And we have our birthday shout-outs, as always, our featured podcast of the week, and our feedback, which I say is everyone's favorite. I hope it is. <laughs> Be nice. And we're going to discuss Halloween, uh, the movie. Yes, the, the new the one. New, the new one. Is it new? Uh, it is. Is it? <laughs> it is. And then we uh, we don't have a weekly recap because we're recording this early. We don't know what the heck we're going to run this week. And then we have our follow up items. So we're just going to get right to it here. this time, we have a real treat on our show. We've got uh, Gareth David Lloyd, who we have talked to briefly once at at Phoenix Fan Fest. Uh, Gareth was uh, on Torchwood. He's done – did uh, I Am Alone, um, among uh, a ton of a other things. A lot of things. and As well as his band. I guess that's still going.
2: Welcome to the show, Gareth. Hi. How are you guys?
1: Good. Oh, great. How Good. Are you? So uh, you're sounding certainly busy these days.
2: Yeah, it's been a really busy year actually for me. It's been it's been lovely.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> it's Is your band still going? Are you still doing your band thing?
2: No, no, no we haven't had time really. <laughs> I mean, after the, after the second album, being a sort of heavy rock band, we, we sort of got together and realized we'd sort of run out of things to complain and moan about. So we, um, <laughs> we, we, took, we, we took a break. Um, well, cool. It's, it's been a few, it's been a few years. So, um, we might've stored up some more things to complain and moan about. We, we, we're not sure. I've been working, I've been working with the drummer, um, Nick Harrison on, uh, the, the sound design and music for, um, the, the web project, Black River Meadow. So we still see each other and we still work together, but not as blue Gillespie.
0: Right. Well, that's a great segue. Black River Meadow, that, bleh, if I could talk, that would be helpful. Black River Meadow, this is your new project that uh, you've got going, and it, it's just like, it, it's just soon to be released. So tell us about that project and, and what you're doing with that and, and how that's going.
2: It's, it's an idea I've had in the back of my mind for a good few years, since, since college, really, for about 20 years. Um, oh, we did a devised piece in college um, in the basement of a haunted pub. Um, well, uh, allegedly haunted. Um, and the idea came about from the, the scribblings of uh, three mediums that were invited into the pub from, uh, by the landlord. They all sat in um, different parts of the pub and, and, and just uh, wrote uh, scribbled things down um, to do with the, the, the history of the pub and what were the presence, presences that, that they could feel there um, and we did a little devised piece based on, on what, what they'd written um, recently I, I, I had a very very quiet year and uh, so I decided to be proactive and actually get some of the stuff that was in my head down on the paper um, I, I wrote a, a, a treatment for a six part series um, called Dark Valley and um, uh, I sent it to a few friends, some writer friends, some people at Big Finish. Um, uh, they, they they loved it, but they're, they're an audio uh, production companies, so, so they said there's not much they could do with it. But um, they were impressed with the writing and the story, so that's what um, that's where the Torchwood uh, audio writing came about. I've done two of those, and, and I'm not, just finished a third, um, and and. And, and for this, rather than send it to a load of uh, studios, I got, I got a nice message back from Amazon about uh, a Dark Valley, um, but basically asking me to develop it a bit more. Um, so I thought, rather than um, scribble it down, let's just show people um, what it is. Let's that's, that's, that's open a window into the world that I'm trying to create. And that's where Black River Meadow came about. Um, it's, it's three uh, webisodes. They're absolutely free. Um, um, b- um the hiding, Black, um, Black River Meadow episode one is coming out this Halloween. It's been a year. We funded it from the fans through Kickstarter and we're very proud of, of what we've, of what we've achieved. So hopefully it'll, uh, a, uh, inspire people to fund us for episode two and b uh, g- give, uh, you know, as uh, serve as an example, um, to, to, to the, the bigger idea, the Dark Valley idea.
0: Oh, cool. So this is a proof of concept then. So for anybody that may want to pick up the whole series, is that, would that be correct? Abs-
2: absolutely, yeah.
0: Oh, cool. That is great. A lot of people are doing that. They're doing these little webisode things uh, as proof of concepts, and then uh, shopping it out. Mm-hmm. So uh,
1: how long did it yeah, take to oh, – oh, go ahead. No, no, up you, to you. I was just going to say how long did it take to work on this first ep- uh, webisode?
2: Um, well, the, the idea I uh, had in my mind anyway, like, like I said, it's just, it's the window. Um, it, uh, the, the episode, uh, I think asks more questions and answers them, which is sort of what I wanted. I, I didn't want to give too much away. I just wanted to sort of showcase the feel, the genre and, and tone of it. Um, so it was, it was, it was a seven page script and I was, I was expecting it to be about 10 minutes. Um, so it, it didn't take long to, to write. And then I, I, I sent this to some people, some uh, people that I'd worked with, Robin Bell, who, um, produced the Twisted Showcase web anthology, which is horror anthology. I, I brought him on board because of his experience with web drama, and, and some guys there were um, some local filmmakers um, came on board. They were all very excited by it, everyone that came on board was was really sort of um, excited by the script, which was nice. So we were all we were all on the same team. Nobody was just do, doing it for <laughs> the the pitiful um, money that I was that I paid everyone. Um, but, yeah, so, so we've got a great team, and then we shot it in February. Um, so from, from script to screen, it's, it's going to be a little over a year, which is a little longer than we, we'd hoped. we ran running into some problems in the summer. Um, uh, we're hoping to, to do the next one in, uh, probably in about eight months, knock a bit of time off. But, yeah, the first first, first one a year, which I'm, I'm, I'm still proud of. It's the first time I've done anything like this, and um, I, I think a year is pretty good right. for, for something self-funded.
0: So are you producer director That's my next question. Yeah, what what, uh, I'm, what role I'm, do you have?
2: Uh, I mean I'm uh, one of the exact producers. Um, we, um, I'm, I'm I'm the writer obviously, I'm director and I'm in it as well. this first one. Wow. Just a little bit of
0: everything. You are the jack of all trades, shall we say?
2: Yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean I mean uh, I've, I've always uh, I had a bit bit of experience directing with Twisted Showcase. Um, uh, anthology that that i mentioned and i i 've always written i 've I've, I've always written stuff down i 've never um haven 't s- sent things out to many people it 's always something i 've done as as a hobby just sort of to get things out uh, out of my mind onto the page um so yeah I've, I, it was it, it, it was good i was i was um the, the thing I was most nervous about was, was the directing and my ex- experience with that basically stems from watching people being on set myself and sort of taking in everybody's roles and uh, learning all the different departments languages um and yes yeah, so, so, so i was nervous about it but um i had a really good first assistant director Rhys jones who um who was sort of my rock um throughout the process and he helped me and um we didn't run we didn't run over which is um quite unheard of um and yeah I, I, was, I was i was proud i was proud of what We managed to uh, achieve, considering I was uh, taking on so many different roles.
1: I was going to ask: Did you, being that you had a, a first assistant director, I'm I'm pretty sure that he handled all of the scenes that you were in. But was there any sort of challenge where you had to think about as a director in terms of your own particular performance? I know that most actors, I mean, they obviously they think about what it is that they have to do when they're uh, in front of the camera, but now you're serving as director too, so does that
2: color your performance when you're acting? Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I I think it sort of freed me up a little bit. Um, I'm always sort of, uh, and I think most actors are hunker down with the sort of um, the, the, the paranoia of, of, was it all right? Um, it, th- it feels alright but you need that sort of um, validation from somebody who's watching it to sort of go, yeah, that was... That, 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 that was that was great, uh, but with, with this, I didn't really have time to sort of worry about it. I, obviously, Reese was overseeing it, and he, if he, if he said great, then I just uh, we we had to move on, and I, I had to trust him and, and go with it. And so, I, so um, I had less of that sort of anxiety, that, that sort of paranoia of whether I was whether I was <laughs> doing all right. Um, and of course, I knew the script inside out. I, I knew how it was going to look, so um, it's, it was my own material, so that made it a little easier as well.
0: Cool. That, uh, no, I, you had something else. No, that was it. I was just going to ask what, where was this filmed? Was it filmed? Uh, you're in you're in Wales right now, correct? Or
2: yeah, absolutely. The the location was uh, the, that was one of the things that took quite a while, um, I had lots of cool locations in mind. I, I, I wanted to shoot it in the in the in the Bell's Tradiga House, um, which is where uh, Torchwood we shot Cyber Girl. Um, but that oh. Um, I wanted to use one of the rooms there to serve as the the basement of of, of an old coaching Grover's in, Um, but (laughs) the the, uh, the National Trust charged so much uh, money, and they they didn't really sort of uh, take into consideration that we were a very low-budget production. They they tried to charge us the the same amount as they would have uh, a a, a large-scale production company. Oh, my Lord. Um, But we, we were... Very lucky. A friend of mine uh, who works in Newport Market, um, which is my hometown, um, took me down into the basement of that, and that it was absolutely wonderful. Um, And Newport Council charges a lot less to use it. It took a while to find it, but we were um, we were we were lucky to get it. And uh, yeah, I think it serves uh, serves the 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 piece rather well. Cool. So,
0: is there? uh, Have you? already funded the other two episodes or do
1: you have to seek funding for that or, or, or are you <laughs> no. waiting until the first episode is out before you pursue the, the second, uh, the funding for that's, the rest?
2: That, that's, that's what I want to do. I, obviously we had we, we did a little sort of teaser, um, uh, video for the first one that we, that we put out to sort of, um, g- g- give a, give an example of, of, of tone and, and genre. um, but for the for the second series we're we're going to be asking for a l- little bit more money not much um it's a little bit more ambitious it's all um, um it's majority of it is exterior and there's a lot more prosthetics involved um so we're asking for a little bit more money and I I thought it was only fair not to do that until we had an example of what we were actually making and, and to show people of how we spent that that first uh kickstarter um c- campaign money oh cool um so yes, yeah, so as soon as as soon as it's out, I mean this this week I'm sending um, part of the deals, part of the rewards for the backers was to get the to get a copy of um, the episode before it came out. So I'm doing that this week. Um, all the backers will be getting their copy, and um, hopefully they'll uh, say, "Yeah, that was money well spent," and we'll we'll back the next one. But on, on top of that, we we should have um, hopefully some some more interest just 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 on the. Just on the um, the first episode when it comes out, That's Halloween.
1: Cool. So, well, it, and it, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, uh, how long? Because you said you, I think you said something like it was you're starting for like a seven page script. How long uh, are the is the webisode, and is is there a time time limit that you want to establish for these episodes?
2: Um, well, not no, not really. I, I, I don't really want to limit myself. I mean, the first one sort of set 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 the. Uh, uh, set the, t- the length for the other two episodes it, it runs about 20 minutes um which is quite long uh, quite a bit longer than uh we'd anticipated but um it was mainly because um it was to do with the sort of building of tension mm-hmm. um within within the within the episode there's, there's quite a long section where um there's a, there's a very slow burn um build of tension um and that is basically where the the extra time came from and it we were thinking about chopping it down but the it, 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 in our opinion it d- doesn't really lose its um, lo- lose attention tension at all so we thought no it's, we we're going to keep it this long um you know part part of the um well, one idea was to submit it to film festivals we didn't quite make the deadline this year. it it wasn't quite finished but that wasn't really ever the the goal anyway the, the goal was to um present something to our backers that may, made them feel like they'd, they'd spent their money and it was spe- spent their money on something worthwhile.
0: Right. You can always do the film festivals on the
2: back end. and Absolutely. You- ne- next year, if we, I mean, uh, uh, by next year, we should, we should have the, the the second one up up, up and running and maybe we can do a, sh- a shortened version to submit to uh, short film festivals, but um, we'll see. The, the, the prim- primary goal here is, um, to keep our backers happy and to, to reward them uh, for for helping us out and to uh, sh- showcase showcase um, a, a much bigger idea.
1: Right. Are the webisodes going to be standalone or is this a continuing series? You know, uh, I, I'm curious if it's anthology or if it's one big story. <clears throat>
2: Um, it's all set in the same, um, the same place. Um, it's set in an otherworldly village deep in in, in the Welsh mountains, um, somewhere you can only find if it wants you to. Um, and they are very much windows into the lives of people. In, in that village or, or their journeys to that village. Um, there, w- there will be links for, there will, um, for people who can be b- bothered to look for them. Um, there will definitely be uh, through lines and um, clues um, that, that, that will connect the episodes. But um, as stories, they're, they're about different characters and they're different stories. It's not, it's not one story.
0: Oh, cool. So, And this is releasing on Halloween – and yep. where where can people find this uh, it, well,
2: it's, it's, first of all um, we're, we're having our website built at the moment, but the first way is, is, is it, we've got our own uh, YouTube channel it'll be going out on there um, and I'll be posting the link on all social media um, on on Halloween for everyone okay. to.
0: oh cool that's that's wonderful. It. So can can we back up uh, a little bit because the last time we talked to you for the six minutes or six minutes and twenty seconds yeah, that we talked to you, <laughs> we didn't uh, didn't really get a chance to explore who you are and how did you get into acting? Yeah, and, we were and, so
1: busy talking about I am alone. Yeah. That we didn't get to talk about Gareth David Lloyd himself.
2: Yeah, so
1: t- <laughs>
2: that's, that's quite a long story, um, but. Yeah, I, 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 my first ever acting experience was was playing a, um, a, a computer in a school play with a voice not too dissimilar from a Daleks, actually. Oh, <laughs> interesting! <laughs> and that, and that's where I sort of got the got the buzz. Uh, my, I had a um, very kind, rich auntie who, who was already sending me for music lessons and learned to play the trumpet and, and, and piano. Um, but it was the acting that really—that was the thing that really got me um i might have stuck with the music more but i didn't really get on with my music teacher he was sort of classically trained uh, he, he i wanted to play jazz and he, he wanted me to play um, uh, cl- classical stuff so I, I think that um that soured my my my, my musical interest at, at the time and i i was I, I chose i chose acting um i did many many youth theaters around uh, the south wales area um and then I, I did a one-year course in, Re- in Reading in the UK, which was run like a repertory theatre company. Um, we did a play every two weeks, basically. Um, 14 plays over the course of a year. Wow. And then I did the National Youth Theatre of Great Britain and played Mac the Knife in the Thrutton Opera when I was 21. And that, that's where I got my, my agent, my first agent. Oh, cool. And it was, cool. Uh, yeah, and it was from there, but it was guest roles for many years, Um Casualty, um, I did a thing with Stephen Fry got absolute power. And then that it, it was like that right up until I got Torchwood, which is my first first ever regular role. Well
0: that's cool. So were were you a Doctor Who fan? Obviously you mentioned the Dalek, so I assume you were a Doctor Who fan growing up.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean Sylvester McCoy was my was my doctor. Uh-huh. Um, You're the first person <laughs> to say that. <laughs> <laughs> that is um, and he's, he's still He still is. After, after, after meeting him quite a few, t- been lucky enough to meet him quite a few times now. Um, he's, still, he's still my favourite. Oh, cool. Um, uh, and I, so I was walking around London, sort of penniless, when, when the, the the revamp uh, happened with, with Christopher Eccleston. Um, I, I thought it was a great idea. I was looking forward to it, but I didn't really latch onto it as, as an audience member until um, until I got an audition for it. Um, I got an audition for uh the second secretary, secretary to the mayor in an episode and um so that's then i had a look and i, I got hooked then i actually got the role but then I, I couldn't do it because i was playing beethoven's nephew in in poland and it clashed um so i was <laughs> i was a bit upset yeah um but then if i'd got that if i'd done that one episode that might have um not my chances to, to be in torchwood so i, I suppose it all Everything happens for a reason. Yeah,
1: well, exactly. it's certain, well, the, the role in Torchwood certainly um, engendered yourself under on the, the hearts of a lot of people. Uh, when uh, poor Yanto's uh, time came up, uh, I guarantee you there were, uh, there were lots of wailing and gnashing of teeth. It yeah. was a very sad moment. So you definitely made your mark on Doctor Who history. There's no question about that. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Thank you.
0: And so, oh, go ahead. And, and then you, then you came to, you obviously did a few other things, but then you came to the states and did the "I am alone" thing. And and Rob tells the story that that you guys met in a bar in Kentucky or something, and, and uh, just yeah, kind of hit it
2: off. And <laughs> we met in a whiskey bar in Kentucky. Yeah. Um, he uh, he he just came up and just started started speaking. He said he, he'd recognized me from the show. He was a big fan of the show. Um, and then he told me about this idea about uh, a, a survivalist a Bear grills um, Les Stroud-esque character that w- that was uh, the script that he had that w- with this guy was stuck making a survivalist documentary while a zombie apocalypse happens. Wow! And I, I, I just fell in lo- I just fell in love with the idea, and um, so we we swapped emails. He's, he sent me a script. Um, I loved it. We negotiated. And, and yeah, that, that was that was great fun running around uh, the Colorado Rockies for a few weeks making that. Yeah, I had a great time.
0: Yeah. And that was we we really loved that. Film. Oh, loved I mean, that it, film. it was a great
1: it was a great film. And it was very we, original, but it, it all hinged on. Well, you know, and I'm, I'm not just blowing smoke, but I thought your performance was just completely um, Otherworldly. It was amazing. You, you did such a phenomenal job of watching a person's humanity Gosh. literally erode away in front of the camera.
2: Thank you very much. Thank you.
1: Yeah. So if people want to learn more about Gareth David Lloyd and if they want to learn more about this project, these webisodes, how can they do that? Is there any social media presence available at the present time you did mention there was a website that was being built but are there any places that people uh, can also go to in the meantime
2: yeah everything the, the place it goes first at the moment um is obviously the that has a page on kickstarter the kickstarter website you can look for black river meadow on that um all announcements um and uh, updates get put on there first and then a couple of seconds later they get put on uh the Twitter, Black River Meadow, has a Twitter, um, which is at Black Riv Meadow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, I have my own Twitter, and it goes on those two simultaneously. And that, um, my Twitter is at Pancheas P-A-N-C-H-W-E-R-S. Coolness. So- and that... And that- Every, everything goes on there that's the first place it'll go there's also my, my official facebook um gareth david lloyd which i i don't moderate but it, it goes on there pretty soon after as well so if if if, if guys aren't on twitter then the, the official gareth david lloyd um facebook page will does eventually have all the information
0: cool so uh i think that uh And that pretty pretty much much covers covers it it with the time that we have today. So thank you so much, Gareth, for being with us this time.
2: No problem. Thank you very much for having me on. This is Gareth David Lloyd, Yanti from Torchwood, Solace from Dragon Age, and Jacob Fitz from I Am Alone. And you are listening to The Two Gay Geeks.
0: Here's a few selected birthdays for October 29th through November 4th 2018 October 29th Bob Ross the famed painter who ah, did the with the hair with the hair and and that's uh, just Didn't a, he just recently pass away? Uh maybe a couple of years ago maybe I don't remember maybe it was recently I don't I don't recall but I watched one of his episodes and it's like, oh my God. And he makes it look so simple. He makes it look so simple. And let's put a little happy little troll here. <laughs> let's put some happy trees or, you know. Do a little bit
1: of this A little bit, a of, little bit of this one. Right right and that. and
0: like you, he just touches it and there it is. Yeah. It's like, and you think, How the heck gee, did
1: he do that. Anybody can do that. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's kind of what he was aiming for, too. Yeah. Also on October 29th, Ralph Bakshi. Oh, gee, maybe we need to watch Wizards
0: again. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Richard Dreyfus and Dwayne Smither, a friend of mine from high school. October 30th, John Adams, president, second president. Of oh, the not the States. composer. Not the composer. But we're talking and, about my favorite of the founding fathers. Yeah, a very interesting thing that he shared the birthday with King George Second, Really? Who, who was. King George the uh, father right. who they were fighting against
1: uh-huh. in the
0: war of independence. And the, for the, okay, that's fascinating. interesting. I, I just I found that fascinating. Interesting. Also on October 30th, Henry Winkler and Andre Chenier, who uh, there was an opera written about him. He was a, a poet and a revolutionary a revolutionary in yeah. France. Also, Pablo Absento, filmmaker, a, a friend of ours that lives in Japan. October 31st, Peter Jackson, Johannes Vermeer, who is, uh, actually was overlooked for quite some time. He's one of the Dutch masters, but Ooh, okay. uh, overlooked for almost <laughs> two centuries, and then they rediscovered his work. Didn't we see some of his work uh, at the Phoenix Art Museum a few uh, years back? We may have. We may have. So I seem to
1: remember uh, there's some of the Dutch masters were there. Yeah.
0: And also, on October 31st, Jen Hines. Happy birthday, Jen. Happy birthday, Jen. November 1st, Tim Cook and Peter Ostrom. Of
1: Willy Wonka and the
0: Chocolate Factory. November 2nd, Ray Walston, Marie Antoinette. Let them eat cake. And ice cream. And ice cream, she says. (laughs) Also, Brian Augustin. Happy birthday, Brian. And Jeremy Reisenhoover. Oh, happy birthday, Jeremy. A friend of ours... From uh, my high school days, November third, Charles Bronson, and uh, he took his last name for, because he was. Uh, a oh, Polish. it's a weird name. Yeah, and and when he went to audition for you know or do a, a screen tape test for at Paramount Studios, he they said, Oh nobody will ever be able to pronounce your name. You got to come up with something that's easier." So didn't to, he take it from the Bronson Gate? The Bronson uh-huh, Gate. There at it Paramount is. Studios, exactly. Uh, it's an some apocryphal story. I I don't doubt that that happened, but uh, you know it it's a story they like to tell on the tour anyway. Also on November third, Dolph Lundgren and Benvenuto Cellini, who is a famed sculptor, and uh, Giuseppe Verdi wrote a uh, an opera about that as well about which, him. Which opera? Uh, Benvenuto Cellini. Oh,
1: that's the name of the <laughs> yeah. opera. Oh, I, I've never heard of it before. <laughs> Listened to it the other day, a little bit of it.
0: Uh, you,
1: well, you probably paid more attention <laughs> it's to it's than I did. It's the one with the
0: screaming tenor.
1: <laughs> uh, and how many operas have those? <laughs> anyway,
0: also on November third, Jan Dahl, our realtor friend, who of helped ours. us get this house and the studio. In yes, the November fourth, Ralph Macchio. Walter Cronkite, Robert Maplethorpe, who was a rather controversial photographer, worked in black and white, and his foundation that uh, he started a year before he died, and then after, it didn't really do anything until after he died, and it was a big, huge foundation that has given tons of money to AIDS research and whatnot because he had died of AIDS in mm. 89, I believe. Also, on November 4th, Oklahoma's favorite son, Will Rogers.
1: And I I just want to say regarding the Ralph Macho birthday, um, does he still look 18? (laughs) Not quite. Mm. He's He's aged aged a little bit. Really? A little (laughs) bit.
0: (laughs) Anyway, and that's the birthdays this time.
1: Keep it Geek.
0: Go give a listen to our friend Joe Hogan over at Geektitude Podcast. And now, my favorite, anyway, my favorite music. Oh, okay. And I like feedback,
1: too. So, well, I'm glad you do. But that's why it's your favorite moment. It's you, oh, thank you. Okay, starting off. Um, yes, in case you haven't figured out, this is the feedback. Uh, starting off with episode 188. Now, that's where we interviewed Joe Spector. That was our opera episode. Yeah. I mean, we interviewed uh, Joe Specter, John De Los Santos, and this is all leading up to uh, Maria de Buenos Aires. And uh, we got a comment from Arkel, and he says, nice piano music at the close there. Is this going to be a regular thing for the show, or was it just a one-off because of who the interviews were? It's a one-off well well it it but we could it use, will be yeah. the
0: the the when we do another opera podcast, uh, and hopefully we'll have one uh, coming up soon. you never know yes and
1: uh, yeah, so there it is and then uh moving on, we had uh another old classics newly reviewed this one was uh Jeannie Koch written one for My fair Lady from the movie nineteen sixty four And uh, Hamish Downey had a comment, and he said, "I studied the George Bernard Shaw play at high school, and he did give his play a decisive ending. And Eliza indeed marries Freddy and runs a flower shop in that version. Now, I did not know that. Uh, I had not read Pygmalion in years. I forgot multiple endings to that story. Uh huh. Interesting. Yeah, because I don't remember that ever happening when I read Pygmalion in high school.
0: Yeah."
1: And then uh, we also had uh, fan base Press and Pomonic Entertainment to launch Finding Felicity Podcast. And we got a comment from Barbara Dillon, and she simply says, thank you so much. This one was interesting. Holy moly. Uh, we... <laughs> Yeah, uh, back on July, uh, did a review for ni- uh, 19- 1776. from, from- nineteen seventy two. I know that is so bizarre. <laughs> the mu- The movie musical seventeen seventy six that came out in nineteen seventy two under the old classics newly reviewed, and Mary Neely, uh, she just she read the review. How she found it, I'll never know, but she saw uh, there was a picture in there of Don Madden, Donald Madden, who played rep- representative. Um, John Dickinson from Pennsylvania. And she says, Donald Madden is my idol. Been devoted to him since the 1980s. Thanks for including his pick on your site. I have tons more of him if you would be interested in adding a few. Well, thank you very much. And then moving on, I got a comment from Tommy Cannon. And this is in regards to his own Dr. Zombie Monster Family Physician number 14. And he simply says, and he left this uh, feedback on Twitter and he says, thanks to the two gay geeks for letting me weird up their site a little bit. <laughs> Tommy,
0: we, would we love, love it. We love
1: the site being weirded up. We love it. It's, uh, it's so perfect which, which you're adding to the website. We love it. Thank you very much for sharing your Dr. Zombie comics with us. And then got another comment from Hamish Downey. This is in regards to another old classics newly reviewed North by Northwest from 1959. And this is something that Jeannie Koch had put together. Hamish writes, it's a big Hollywood version of his earlier film. I think he means uh, Alfred Hitchcock. The 39 Steps, in my opinion. There are bad Hitchcock films like like M. Night. Once he, brought, uh, once he bought into his own genius, he stopped being so. Have you ever seen the TV film South by Southwest? Oh, and they've oh. got uh, another comment for the same uh, topic from Michael Fett. And he says, it's a fantastic film, but not meant to be caught on Turner Classic Movie Channel. It's really meant to be watched from Blu-ray until the 4K release of the 2017 restoration becomes available on 4K UHD for the 60th anniversary or if this print is screening in a local theater. Last option, stream from Filmstruck. It's just a film because of the colors, backgrounds, and textures. It would be a sin to watch it any other way. When Jeannie Koch had feedback, or she had her own response to that, she says, It was great on Turner Classic, so I have no regrets. Though seeing almost any film in Blu-ray is a better way to go. And Michael had a response. Yeah, I'm a videophile nut when it comes to cinema. Now, I only included all of that because I agree with one line that he had here. And that he, he said, um, or if this print is screening in a local theater, because you and I have had the yeah. pleasure of seeing some amazing films that were on film, and it is yes. such a different experience. Absolutely. You know, if, if it's a, a local theater that's doing
0: film... It's wonderful, you know, and we also have the film bar that does uh,
1: some other things as well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but like we saw um, Cemetery Man in thirty-five oh millimeter, Lord. which was gorgeous, yeah. and then we recently saw um, it was a seventy millimeter print of two thousand one. Yeah, we saw the seventy millimeter uh, restoration, restoration print of um, Tron.
0: Oh, that's and, right, of and, Tron, oh, yeah. at, at the Egyptian, that was yeah. amazing. Unfortunately, we have to go to L.A. for a lot of these things. But oh, if, like I'm complaining. Yeah, <laughs> but... If you have the opportunity to catch something that was originally on film and there's a restoration of it, please check it check out. Check it this out. You just, will not be sorry. I mean, if you're a film buff.
1: Yeah. Is, I mean, you not. know, like Michael, he's a video file. Mm-hmm. Keith and I love good movies, especially, you know, a good 35 millimeter or 70 millimeter print. I mean, it looks beautiful on the screen. So that's the reason I, cont- uh, I decided to keep that dialogue. And then we got a comment from Larry Nemachek. And this is a combination. Part of it came from Facebook, and the rest of it came from Instagram. And this is in regards to the Star Trek Stellar Cartography book, and it was updated for Star Trek Discovery by Larry Nemechek. And Larry starts off by saying, thanks for the signal boost, guys. I gave this page a shout-out during the Ask Dr. Trek roundtable, and he did that on September 27th, on p 47 that's, that's Portal 47. Yep. As, and he says, as you will see. And then lastly, we got a comment from Kyoko Kudo and this is actually uh, more directed towards Hamish Downey because yeah. he interviewed her. And, and you have the, the Morsons again. Morsons? Oh blast it. <laughs> I can't I can't I cannot spell, I cannot speak, I cannot type. I'm a mess. Join the, more sex. <laughs> I more sex. Yes, more sex. Yes, I'm a mess. <laughs> I'm a mess, people. Yeah. Anyway, it, is, uh, it was in regards to the – oh, God, more sex of news from J- – <laughs> <laughs> you need to change the name of this now, Hamish. Morsels. Morsels. Yes, it's morsels of news from Japan and beyond number 30. What were we talking about? I have oh, no clue. Oh, yes. Hamish interviewed Kyoko Kudo. And uh, Kyoko uh, had this for Hamish. She says, thank you so much, Hamish, for the opportunity. If I had another chance, I'd like to mention your shootings after we finish – all the rest in this winter. And Hamish responded to her saying, Anytime, hopefully, next time, Ben and Keith can do the interview. Yay. And thankfully, that is the last of our feedback before I mangle things any worse. <laughs> yeah. We thank you to everybody that has commented,
0: uh, whether it's on Facebook or on YouTube or Instagram or Twitter or on the website itself we want to hear from you our listeners and you can do that you can comment in all of those places on facebook for any of the posts because everything gets posted to facebook that we publish uh you can comment on all of the articles at tggeeks.com and you can uh, comment on twitter and instagram and and all of those other places and if you choose to you could even call us and leave uh a voicemail feedback at our feedback. I haven't
1: had one in a long time. Yeah. We'd
0: love to have one again, people. Yeah. You can leave a message and we'll play it on air. That's 469 TG Geeks. That is 469 844 3357. As always, with any comments, please, please play, nice. play nice. Yeah, baby. They're like two gay geeks. They're together, you know. They're two gay guys and they're geeks. Is that okay?
1: It's the dramatic music. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said that. It was so uh, – I, I was going to say nerdy, but no, that's not it. I, I don't know what that was supposed to be. I don't know what be. it was either. <laughs> Maybe it was my uh, impression
0: of, oh, gosh,
1: his name just went out of my brain. Oh, dear. you <laughs> remembered halfway through this yeah, discussion. Exactly. Anyway, you know, and I, I want to start this off by saying uh, for people who've read my reviews, many times I have said this, I love to be surprised. Um, unfortunately, for as many times as I've been surprised, I've been equally disappointed. And I hate to say that, but (laughs) we had a very disappointing movie experience, and that was this latest uh, uh, production uh, of the movie Halloween. Yeah. I mean, okay, um, so now I've already given my thoughts and and we'll have the link for my review in the show notes for this episode at tggeeks.com. But um, I'd really like to get some of your thoughts on some of the things that you felt that were really wrong with this movie uh, it was it, well it it wasn't scary for one thing no <laughs> it
0: there was it no. was it was a rehash of the original film I, the only good thing about it is that uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was brilliant it, yes as Lori
1: Strode the unfortunate thing is she didn't have a whole lot of screen time she didn't time. have a lot of screen time but um, when she was on and I, I say the same thing in the review when she was on she was brilliant yeah
0: Well, obviously, we we've talked about uh, John Carpenter in the original Halloween, and other people kind of agree, and then others that disagree. But John Carpenter really brought to the forefront and
1: designed all mm-hmm. of those tropes. I mean, they were all they all kind of existed here and there. Yeah. They were kind of spread out, but it was Halloween, that first one that he did from 1978, that really set the bar and said this is what a slasher horror film is to be. Yeah. I mean, r- run for the shed, not the car. Right. Have, like, I- have inappropriate really? <laughs> sex. <laughs> yeah. Do drugs. I mean, this movie is filled with it. I mean, it, we saw a lot of that in the first film. And, and I remember when I saw it the very first time uh, when I was a teenager. And I, it scared the dickens out of me. I didn't sleep for a week. And then you and I had the enormous pleasure of seeing it last year on Halloween. On yeah. Halloween. It was you great. know, and we all laughed. In in the theater, yeah, the, and the, it was a, yeah, I'd a say print. The 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 theater was about a third full, and all of us were just laughing, yeah, because yeah. we all recognized the tropes. Yeah, I mean, but it, it still was an enjoyable ride. Exactly,
0: but this one, just dumb stuff, you know, idiot plot stuff,
1: lot of bad idiot plot,
0: and there were a couple of things that were like okay, we filmed this to fill some space. Yeah, there was just, needless padding. Took took you out of the film, you know. I mean, it, one character that should have died that didn't die. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> you know, and a couple of characters that died that shouldn't have
1: died. Yeah, and I, I want to touch on that briefly. There is, I will say there is one death that I did not like. It was really really uncomfortable to watch. Yeah, yeah. And it's early on in the movie, Yeah, and I did not like it. I highly disapproved. And they almost revisited that later on, and you and I had agreed that had they done this one other death, that you and I were going to walk out. I would have walked out, yeah. I would have walked out of the theater at that point, because it would have just been beyond the pale. But this movie, when it does... Uh, you know, most of the time, it is as you said. It is it, it's paint by numbers. It is just rehashing everything yeah. that we saw. The only thing that was good was the third act, and that is yeah. when Michael is in Laurie's house. Yeah,
0: and that, that was, was exciting. Yeah, it, it was and. All of the stuff that she did and all of the preparation. I mean, she, she has become a doomsday prepper, but she's become a Michael Myers prepper, yeah. if you will.
1: The whole house is a – It's a, a trap.
0: A, a trap for him.
1: Yeah. The whole and, thing was – and the whole thing was planned. Yep. Uh, I mean, even some uh, of the th- – there were some red herrings that Lori had placed for Michael to – Trap him, and it paid off brilliantly. And I yeah. will admit, some of the payoff on how they trap him is amazing. Yeah, and then it just wow that yeah. ending. ick. Yeah, there was
0: um, also they tried to get rid of all of the rem- the subsequent films yeah
1: yet they borrowed from they those films they borrowed heavily they borrowed <laughs> like, heavily really? from the other halloween films um including halloween 3 which has nothing to do with michael myers yeah i mean it was very bizarre but the the most egregious i'm not going to i'm not going to go into detail but yeah they borrowed something from halloween 2 uh which was a direct which was at the time a direct sequel from the first halloween It picks up right when the first Halloween movie leaves uh, leaves off, and yet we're told that movie didn't happen. Yeah, so I'm I was really offended by it. Uh, This this movie is uh, an enormous disappointment. Yeah, terrible terrible disappointment. I had hoped for better. I wanted better. I wanted a better thrill ride. I wanted more suspense. I wanted more scare. Yeah, and I, mean, I it, it
2: didn't get I, I barely been better. got that.
1: There's a lot of people that
0: I heard coming out of the theater and saying, "Oh my gosh, I've seen people on post on Twitter uh, and on
1: Facebook, "Oh my gosh." And it's like, "Okay, it was kind of like,
0: huh? Well."
1: Well, we there ran it is. in we, we ran into uh, Noah, a friend of ours from our slice of sci-fi days, and we chatted with him up a little bit and and he he felt much the same way that we did. He was yeah. gratified that we also didn't like it. Yeah, I mean, it's. I didn't think it was that great a film. Your mileage may vary. Exactly. I mean, depends on because, what you like and what right. you don't like. Just because we didn't like this movie, I'm not going to say don't go see it. Um, it's you, worth seeing. It's I, worth I seeing. would say it's worth seeing. It's it's a fun film to see with a group and maybe laugh at it. Yeah. You know. It, yeah, but check it out. I mean, if you like if if you like a good horror film, um, maybe this one qualifies for you. Yep so but that's our thoughts on halloween yep
2: i'm daniel Ratcliffe, and i believe that reaching out for help is the bravest thing a person can do if you are struggling and need support call the trevor lifeline at 1-866-488-7386 it's free and confidential and trained counselors are there to listen 24 7 without judgment to learn more about the Trevor Project's life-saving work for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, or questioning young people, go to the Yeah, yeah, we we don't
0: have a No follow this week.
1: No, well, we do. Ha- we, well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: we really We don't know what we're going to run. Obviously, we're going to no. run there's a, a Doctor Zombie. This is going to be on Sunday. An episode on
1: Monday. And well, we kind of know what new we're gonna... sushi on Friday. Yeah. But, well, we kind of. Uh, I think we kind of know what gonna, you're going to run a restaurant review on the 27th on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. But
0: other than on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, we no idea. Have have no clue. You might do a,
1: a wrap up of. Uh, I hope to have haunting a wrap of up Hill of ha- uh, the, uh, the haunting of Hill House. Yeah. Yeah. So, so then,
0: but you can find everything that we uh, are publishing on tggeeks.com check it out for those that only listen to the website and as always we have a few follow-up items check out the widgets on the side of the page there's a number of books and causes that we support and actually uh wow last Sun should be in the uh throes of being finished or not last sun, but Hanged man uh, the hanged man by katie edwards uh Last Son is there available, and Hanged Man is there available for pre-order. And we're supporters of Arizona Opera. The next opera is Charlie Parker's Yardbird. Please check it out, azopera.org, and a restaurant reviews, as we talked about earlier. That's a new category for us. we got uh, some interesting restaurant reviews. Mm Mm-hmm. And we are huge supporters of independent creators, whether it's filmmakers, comic book artists, writers, others. You know, please uh, check them out. They, you find people at craft fairs, at, you know, cons, at book fairs, at you know, and this gonna, and that and the I'm other. Gonna,
1: I'm actually going to expand on that and say you might even find them in small restaurants. Absolutely. You know, there's... Lots of independent
0: creators, and please support them by commenting on their stuff, talking to them, you know, talking to other people about their stuff, buying their stuff. Mm -hmm. Support independent creators.
1: Special shout-out to Doctor Who FanCast guide for republishing our content on a regular basis. It is put out by Doctor Who Talking Who, and you can find them on Twitter by searching at Talking Who. Also, there's Byronix semi-diurnal aggregator that republishes our content regularly. That is put out by Michael C. Burgess, and you can find him on Twitter by searching at Byronik. That is B-Y-R-O-N-I-K. And then you heard from Arkel a little bit earlier. He has the Arkel Times Post Dispatch News that republishes our content on a regular basis, and you can find him on Twitter by searching at Arkel, A-R-K-L-E, and speaking of Arkel, he just finished wrapping up recently his uh, shameless cash grab, and you can find that on YouTube by searching Arkel Studios, all one word. So do that, and in the last episode, you will hear our voices there. And then we need to give a special shout-out to, as always, to the Facebook group, The Gay Geek, for allowing us to post our episodes and relevant stories and articles there on their page, And their URL is facebook.com slash groups slash The Gay Geek. And as always, our most heartfelt thanks go out to Jeremiah Rees for giving us permission to share our stuff there. Yes, thank you
0: very much, Jeremiah. And thank you to everybody that has uh, clicked on our Amazon ads. We really want to encourage you to do that. It shows uh, Amazon that we get some traffic. And uh, if we reach enough clicks, they actually give us a little uh, kickback. But you can also... Uh, Click on some of the search ads, and if you buy something, you, we might get a little bit of cash in our hands to help pay for the show. And lastly, we are now on Spotify and as well as every place else, you know, iTunes and Spreaker and Stitcher and Google Play and this and that and the other. Uh,
1: last.fm. <laughs> I just saw a, a link for that oh, earlier really? today. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh,
0: wow. Yeah. One, of our, one of our episodes, Last.fm. Oh, interesting. And, uh, as of course, we are on Krypton Radio at 3 a.m. and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on Tuesdays. Give a listen over there. uh, Gene is doing a great job with Krypton Radio, and we appreciate the opportunity to have our episodes uh, played over there. Please rate us and review us on iTunes, and don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Up next time, I—I mm. I don't know. We're, we may have. Uh, I, it, we've got a lot of we things have that we can run. But we, we have interviews. We just interviews. don't know what yet. We don't know what. Uh, we'll uh, when we get there, we'll we'll know. So <laughs> we'd stay tuned. <laughs> That's that, <It's> all, folks. <laughs> that should do it for this episode. Wow, that was epic. <laughs> TG Geeks webcast. <laughs> Be sure to check out the article for this webcast episode. We're going to have several links on the page of things that we talked about today. And remember, you can comment on our Facebook page or our website, tggeeks.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail at 469 TG Geeks. That is 469 844 3357 from TG Squared Studios. I'm Keith Lane. Thank you for listening and please be kind to the, yourself and those around you. Peace.
1: Cheers.